Detail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monkey Tail Podcast. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and with me as ever, I have my, my friend slash host, Mr. Marius Dunkley. Hello, how are we doing? Uh, very good. And we also have my other friend, Mr. Adam Twaits. How are you doing, Adam? Yay, I'm doing all right. Yay, very, very happy and very pleased to be with you guys. Fantastic. I mean, I, I'm trying to remember when was the last time we, we've had you on the... It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I can actually quickly check that. Adam, you're oh, last... 24, 24 hour. Yeah. 24, 24 yeah. 7, yeah. The, the, 24, the 24 hour. But before that, it was 157. Punky Tell Review of 2020. That's the last time you were on. <laughs> so, uh, very, very pleased to have you back on. Uh, and uh, yeah, welcome both. What's... Um, Let's start the show. Today is the, the 31st of October. I mean, when you're listening to this, it won't be the 31st of October. It will be insert date here. But um, because today is the 31st of October, otherwise known as Hallow's Eve, Halloween, Halloween. I'm not quite sure. Uh, my question for you is a very simple one. What is your favorite horror game and movie? Let's throw a movie in there as well. We talk about movies in this podcast as well. Marius, you can take us off with the wrong answer. Uh Okay, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the numbers game here and and pick ones that hopefully will be different to yours because um, me and you could easily pick the same ones. Uh, so for um, game, I'm actually gonna go today with Dead Space. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just a fantastic horror game. Um, sound atmosphere everything there is is just absolutely brilliant i think that game is almost perfect to be honest with you um as i've said i think if i redid my um uh games of all time that would be much higher up on the list than it has been previously as i think about that game more and more i think that might be one of the best games ever um so yeah that for me definitely is is, is a top one of the of the games uh bruno you'll cover the other one um and... maybe maybe <laughs> maybe maybe you just went maybe you you know you you bunked the wrong thing because just because you think i'm gonna may, say may, yeah may, maybe um and film wise again i'm banking on bruno giving the actual answer um but yeah halloween for me is the um is the best horror movie we, the first original halloween we have a uh, mac on chat uh, aka captain australia saying halloween is his favorite uh, horror movie series as well um don't yeah feel free guys to anyone on on, on chat to, to write your favorite games uh, horror games and movies as well. well we'll try to read them out through this uh, opening question um so halloween i mean i i i, th I think you put in too much faith in me uh maris that i'm actually gonna come up with uh with the answers you you, you want uh i'm i'm not sure no, i was just i just wanted to try and get something different to, to what you would say of course of course adam have you got an, an answer for us my friend uh yeah for game i'm gonna go old school and i'm going back to the original doom that i played on pc 30 years ago, 20 years ago, because that was you walk around a corner and the aliens jumped out at you and it was constantly jumping out your skin job. But uh, it was just great. You went through with machine guns and uh, shotguns and stuff like that. But and it was fun because I got one of my mates uh, who'd never played video games to sit down and play and just watching him jumping in out of his skin every two minutes it was just fantastic and you walk around the corner and you know that something's going to jump out at you mm. and my god it did but you still jumped it was good stuff 
That is a great shout, Adam. I mean, I think Doom is probably not traditionally recognised or thought about as a horror game, but you're absolutely mm. right. I replayed it very recently, earlier this year, um, and you're right. What it does with atmosphere, even with the limited um, sort of sound and, and visual capability that, that they had at the time, what it does with the sound, atmosphere, lighting and everything you're right it does a great job of of having those sort of jump scare and, and horror moments there so yeah i think that's a that's an excellent shout. can i ask a question about you you said dead space because i've never played it and you said dead space i'm sure i've seen dead space and dead space 2 are they both as good as each other if i was going to play one which yeah. one should i get oh one three is there there's, there's three yeah one and two both excellent i'm less keen on the third one um but yeah definitely play them although it might be worth hanging on because there is a remake of the first one in progress um so it might be worth waiting for that if you're thinking about playing it i i uh, so adam i I recently replayed the uh, first and second and it's all on my youtube all all the the the, like Mm. in in episodes like i think it's about 12 episodes per, per per game uh and i actually even though there is a remake coming up and i and i, I can see what mary is saying wait wait for it i would say that's absolute especially on pc there's absolutely nothing wrong with that space still uh today uh you can easily like I, say, I think it's nearly a per- sorry it's nearly a perfect game so yeah you would be fine to play it now um but i'm just having a little they reckon that they're aiming for august next year for the uh for the um remake of the first one so but yeah, if you if you want to get on board and play it now, it's probably on bloody Game Pass. I don't yes, know if it, it is. is or not. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, oh, just yeah, do, it is. just do it then. Just, don't just, wait. Yeah, yeah, just get it. on there. Just it's one of it. the best games ever. Yeah. Go for it. And what's your? Cool. Uh, that's your game. What's your movie? What uh, what entry are you doing for movie, Adam? Uh, I'm gonna go for. I've got two. I'd like to say, and I'm not sure if I'm. Oh, I'm not allowed to, oh, but I'm gonna oh, say oh, them anyway. All right, Ben. So I said it's a Monkey Town tradition <laughs> that we ignore this uh, thing. Anyway, so carry on. So Jaws, yeah, Jaws, Jaws yeah. Aw- awesome film, and it's a good horror, and it, it gets your feet jumping because you they're gonna come out and get your feet. Uh, and the other thing is the thing set up in Antarctica, the old one from, fantastic. again, 20, 30 yeah. years ago. Carpenter. When it... Carpenter? Yeah. I don't director. remember a carpenter there. The, the, the director. John Carpenter is the director. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah it all starts off with yeah. a helicopter and a dog, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Fantastic. There's some absolute fucking on-point and slightly left-field suggestions from you today, Adam. <laughs> I'm loving them. Loving them. Good. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, let me let me let me go for the obvious ones because you guys go with the uh, off field, and then Bruno is left with oh, I have to pick up the pieces and just go with the obvious answers now. <laughs> I'll start with with movie, and and first of all, on movies, I am gonna do two as well because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my act my answer, and then I'm gonna give you the obvious one because otherwise, uh, you know, yeah, uh, we're missing something here. Okay, my actual answer is the Babadook. If you if you haven't seen the movie, the mm. Babadook, yeah, that's... that is good. That is an excellent movie, scary as fuck, you know? Um, you know, a uh, woman with a kid, kid as a, <laughs> is a bit possessed, it's fantastic. Uh, what a normal trope to go for the kid, which is a bit uh, a bit wrong, right? But the actual yeah. answer, the obvious answer is Alien. Alien is, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. uh, you know, uh, 
a fantastic horror movie in space they cannot hear you scream right or whatever the, the tagline yeah. was so that's obviously that the answer you guys were looking for so i i, I shall give it to you as for uh, uh, horror uh, games uh, there's a lot to pick from there's an actual survival horror genre to, to pick from you know with the likes of your resident evils your dino crisis and and so on my actual answer is silent hill uh, again the obvious answer uh, um, okay. Silent Hill was great because they were going with the limitations of the era I think it was a PlayStation 1 game I would, I would imagine and uh, so they had to do things like a fog to, to, to hide the uh, buildings of that so they could uh, keep the frame rate up but that just added to the to, to the, the scariness and they had a fantastic thing which I think was a, a, at the at the time where Rumble was coming to controllers and they put uh, the heartbeat uh, on whenever something was getting close to you, your heartbeat would start beating. Yeah, and they had the radio, didn't they? Every time there was creatures near, like the radio would just play static, which, yeah, it was was so good. Uh, So good. Great soundtrack. Yeah, so that's obviously Silent Hill 2, I believe, is also very, very good. So Yeah, I mean, me, me and Bruno, obviously, I, I, I believe the second one is the better game because it is. Um, and but that the first one is about the game because it is. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> you haven't played the second one, so you can't comment from uh, a ground of, of of having all the facts. I can, so I think my opinion is more valid here. I, yeah. I'm I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to I'm going to give it I'm going to give it to you c- categorically. Silent Hill Two is better just based on on that. Forget about the uh, you know the first one having a higher Metacritic and critics thinking is better. Forget about that. I'm going to go with you. Um, I actually, Resident Evil, the first one is also quite scary. I seem to recall it was quite scary at the time, especially with the Doberman, the dog's part on, on, on the corridor. That, that always fucking scares the shit out of me. Still does today. Um, and um, I used to remember back in the day, Alone in the Dark was quite quite good, uh, quite good uh, scary games. Okay, I'm just throwing, I'm just scattergunning now. You guys going to throw some more stuff in? Yeah, yeah, we... Adam had one extra. You're, you're going for ten. I think, My answer is Silent Hill. I'm just throwing. A, I'm just now doing the thing where I mean, we. And, and, and so, so, sorry, seeing as you attempted to to diss me by telling me that Silent Hill had a better Metacritic score, it does not. Does it not? Silent Hill Two has the better <laughs> Metacritic score. So right. So not only is it am I correct, just generally Metacritic is also backing me up here. I meant open critic. Never mind. Uh, uh, it's like, <laughs> he's not gonna check. He's not gonna check all of them. If I keep if I keep changing, he's not gonna check all of them. Uh, I actually, from everything that was said, I agree with the uh, with the uh, Marius. I think Dead Space is the best horror game. Uh, in terms of the yeah. games, yeah, I think that's. I mean, Alien Isolation as well has got a big place in my heart as a, a yeah. fantastic horror game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously movies has loads. Uh, that's Get Out. I really like uh, more recent ones, and 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 yeah. us and us. Both of them are, are excellent. So more recently, there's also a lot of good. But Alien, I remember watching Alien. One, I think I was eight or nine when I watched Alien, and I scared the shit out of me. I mean, to be fair, I shouldn't be watching. Oh, Alien, it's so good. What I was eight or nine? No, but, probably not. Yeah, but uh, fantastic. Okay, so that uh, answers the question completely. I think so. Uh, happy Halloween to everyone. Let's move on. Let's move on to the... That looks interesting. This is the part of the show where we talk about the video game news, what's happened in the last uh, couple of weeks. It's actually been more than a couple of weeks. We, we kind of missed uh, one podcast, which is the EGX podcast, but we, we, we're doing that now. We're 
uh, there was not a lot to talk about EGX. It was quite a, a small show, but you know, there's some things we definitely want to touch on. So we're gonna dedicate the, that looks interesting just to EGX. I attended EGX this year on a Thursday. I think Maris, you went there on the Saturday and on Sunday as well, didn't you? Yeah, it was just a brief recce on the Saturday. Really, Sunday is when I spent the bulk of the the time there. I just yeah. popped in quickly on on Saturday because I was out of London doing other stuff. So uh, I just popped in uh, quickly on Saturday. Yes. But yeah, spent most of the uh, most of the morning there on Sunday. Right. And, um... and yeah, let, let, let's let's be honest, let's not beat about the bush. It was not it it, it 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 was the weakest show of EGX. What have we been doing? EGX eight years, nine years, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely the weakest um, showing so far. Um, not that that is EGX's fault. That is most most significantly COVID's fault. I think in the uh, obviously that there haven't been as many games. Um, in development and like lots of things have been delayed and things like that um so uh yeah i think that's that sort of hit those sort of things hard although i did like the fact that because of that the show was quite spread out so there's lots of like a bit more open space and um uh it just felt a little bit more comfortable in there rather than it all being sort of crammed in and really tightly packed in together um so i actually sort of preferred that element to it um but in terms of games there certainly wasn't the the volume of interesting things for my palette anyway no but there was games there obviously and uh um... there, were, there were a few gems yeah a few gems and um i'll i'll leave my 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 favorite game I played there t till last. Um, let's start with I played one called Silt. I don't know if you played it. Uh, S -I, I also played Silt. Yeah. Yes. Which, which is uh, an interesting one. You play a submariner. Uh, it's um, there's no UI on this game. You just see the the actual. I think it's a black and white aesthetic for the for the most. Yeah, part. it reminds me a bit of Inside Limbo in terms of atmosphere. It it, it feels quite similar to those. I think. Yeah, that's right. And you, uh, you, you're, um, you're navigating through through the, the these underwater caves and stuff like that. And you're you you take possession. You, you possess uh, fish, and then you use the the certain. There's different types of fish to to uh, solve puzzles. Like you can like this piranha type of fish to you know like maybe uh, uh, eat through a, through a chain, and uh, maybe a, a bigger fish to like with a hammer head kind of thing to to smash things out of the way. Etc. and so on. You get the idea. So you, you go in through this this uh, underwater uh, levels, you know, solving puzzles by using the environment and uh, the animal life there. I thought it was an interesting game. Yeah, I th I thought it was a lot of fun. I th I think probably um, uh, one of those that I'll, I'll keep my eye on. I think and see what it looks like when it, when it comes to reviews. I did I did like it. I thought the concept was good um i enjoyed it for me i found some of the checkpointing a little bit frustrating mm -hmm. um yeah. when you died and having to re re repeat some of the, uh, and, and i think particularly the bit where I, I sort of bounced off it was um just there, there was one one section and, and you had to be in a very particular spot and get there in just the just like it was the, the timing for me was just a little bit too tight and i found it to be a little bit annoying um uh but yeah so yeah i think a little bit of um just tightening up of things um could make this 
an absolute excellent game at the moment i just think it's really good um but obviously this is a this is a demo it's an in development game so you don't expect it to be um absolutely final um so yeah i think there's a lot of potential there i really enjoyed it right no that's that's true uh, another one i didn't play because it wasn't playable on on show but i did look at it because <laughs> i had the video playing and and this one is one in particular that i think adam might be interested in uh, and it's called uh, uh, Die by the Blade. And the reason I think I think you might be interested in this one is because this is basically Bushido Blade, but like uh, done like modernized. <laughs> and uh, Adam, surprisingly, is a Bushido master. I mean, I don't know what is done <laughs> when we played it at at the twenty four hours a couple years ago. What's uh, happening there? Is, are you getting a message, Adam? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody who's phoning me. I've just cancelled it. Sorry. Right. Fair right. enough. I thought it was you uh, going in excitement there. So no, no. Um, Adam was uh, was uh, a master at Bushido the Blade, uh, and this Die by the Blade uh, is a game where you concentrate on um, on uh, sword play, and it's very much uh, if you hit somebody in the chest, that's it. You one hit, one kill. You can obviously uh, hit the limbs, and then they lose. Um, the use of said limbs so that um just looked um really interesting i i, I like games like that so, so it is a beat em up which uh we, you know like bushido blade but with that uh you know if you're good enough you can uh one attack and then and then you win the game kind of the, it looked it looked interesting i think i think this would probably well up uh your street zone right yeah yeah absolutely i mean i I won't choose this as my game of the show because it wasn't playable, although this is my game of the show. Uh. Yeah, see? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, it looked good. Uh, I was watching it. I was there, and I was, the guy was talking to me about it and explaining everything about it, and I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, this is, this is uh, yeah, Marius is going to um, like this a lot. <laughs> they're from, the, the publishers, certainly not the developers, but the publishers are from our neck of the woods. They're literally like two-minute walk down the road from me. Nice. So which one, we'll, we'll uh, but yeah, it, it looked looked really coyly. They're called. Um, oh, yeah. that's, that's the publisher. I can't remember the name of the developers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looked really good. Like like you say, to, it just looked like a, a real modern, updated version of of Bushido Blade. Um, looks really interesting. Yeah, I've already wish listed it. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Right. Uh, I have I have two more games to talk about only. Uh, so I'll t I'll 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 give you my next one and I'll uh, and then I'll leave my my game of the show for, uh, to, for afterwards. So I played one called Death Roads Tournament. Right. Essentially, you know, you have uh, your Slay the Spire, you have your um, fights in tight places, uh, th those type of games where you're navigating uh, a board uh, or or. A, with cards and using cards to attack and cards to that attack you, so you have to attack, defend, all that sort of good stuff. It's essentially death, but Mad Max. You're going, you're on, you're on the, this death road, right? And you're going, and there's like four lanes, I seem to recall. Uh, it's been a while since I played it, but three or four lanes. I think it was four lanes. And then you have your car, and then other cars show up in other lanes. So then you have uh, things like you can apply the brakes and hit the car behind you. You can shoot forward, shoot backwards, depending on what type of... Um, of uh, cards you have, and you're upgrading your cards as you go. You can ram people off the uh, uh, cars off the side in, into other cars. You can really use the. It really feels like you are in Mad Max, and and the cars are attacking from all the ways, and you're trying to defend yourself while playing this card game. Uh, it's actually really interesting. And I, I, when I was playing it, I was thinking to myself, Marius doesn't like card games uh, at all, but if he's gonna like one of them, 
this might be the, the way to get him in because because it's not a bit like fights in tight places it's not just a card game it's about the positioning of, of, of where you are on, on on the board because something like Slayer Spy is all about the card the card play it's about uh, the attacking and, and counter-attacking and defending and stuff like that but but with fights in tight places and with this one here where you are on the board is very is essential so so being able to look at let me change lane let me go back a bit let me play the brakes and, and just being in the right position so that you can attack because there's a certain attacks you can uh, maybe throw some oil down of some fire and that fire does maybe three lanes uh, damage so maybe you want to go to the middle lane so you can attack the three cars at once that type of stuff really interesting actually so uh yeah that's one that i'm um i'm uh, quite keen to play when it when uh, it comes out uh, uh yeah i think the the developer for that is the knights of unity i'm not quite sure when that's out i think it's out next year that in one. the future in the future yes in the future where yeah also, Mad Max, man. I love Mad Max. All of them. Even the Mel Gibson ones. You know? What do you mean, even the Mel Gibson ones? It's the, best, the last one. Fury, Fury Road is the best one. It's better no, than... It's Mad better. Max. It's got to be Mel Gibson. Okay, listen. If we're going to go with Mad Max... I think Mad, I th- I th- if we're going to go with Mad Max, and, I, and, and I, I, can see, I can see a point of not going for Fury Road, even though Fury Road is definitely the best, best one. But if you're going to go for Mad Max, the second one is better than the first one. Okay? Come at me. Oh, I'd, I'd have to rewatch them. It's been that long. So, second, the second one is not just better. The second one is much better. Second one is the one with the boomerang kit and everything. You know. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to get back and rewatch those. Actually, now they've come up again. Perhaps. Yeah, no, I think maybe. Yeah, you, ha- you have Tina Turner on the <laughs> Thunderdome one. Yeah, <laughs> Thunderdome. Welcome to Thunderdome. All right. I, 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 I can't remember the. I can't remember the details of all the different films. You you remember them better, but I will say that. It's like the first Star Wars movie or the first Star Trek movie or the first Jurassic Park one. The first time you see those dinosaurs, that sort of fills your head with feelings and wonderful vistas and stuff. So the next film, although the dialogue and the story might be better, you just seen the you just seen the same dinosaurs. Yeah, there's a so lot I to be said the for first, first time. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I completely see where you're coming from. I, I'm not going dis- to disagree with you, but the reason I think the the, 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 the no 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not, I'm I'm I, I'm 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 agreeing. I can see I agree with what you're saying, and I, I take your point. The reason I prefer the la- the last one is because it was it, 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 it first of all it was done like the first ones. It was done with pra- pra- lots of practical effects and actual cars on the desert doing things and uh, and and yeah. stunts and everything. And it was just, uh, it's like he, he, he had the budget and, and the technology to, to do whatever he wanted again. Uh, so that's, and he made. A, Brilliant. A it's absolutely movie. non-stop as well, just exactly. from start mm. to finish. It's like, it's just go, 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 all the way through that that's, movie. That's yeah, right. It is, it's that's, that's why I like it. Yeah. And there's a noir version, which is a whole, the whole thing in black and white, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You should watch the latest one in, in the, the noir version in black and white. is outrageous. Incidentally, uh, talking about noir versions, uh, Parasite, a movie I know you like, Marius, uh, there's a noir version of it all in black and white, which is also mm-hmm. brilliant. Black and white just gives a different aesthetic, I think, to... to... Anyway, enough about that. Uh, what's your games? <laughs> what's your games, uh, Marius? What are games that we uh, got? So, yeah, I, I've got an, another couple that I'll mention. Okay. Um, there's one, I, I don't know whether you saw one called Gravity Commando. Um, mm-hmm. It's a first-person shooter very sort of 80s and neon type looking to it um but 
rather than jumping, your jump essentially just flips gravity. So when you press the the equivalent of the jump button, you'll just uh, you'll flip gravity and go, and and then you'll be on the ceiling. Um, so yeah, it, it just creates that real different perspective and some real verticality and having to think about um, the levels and and where you are within them. Um, and yeah, I found that really really interesting. I mean, it did make that bit of my brain that deals with spatial awareness uh hurt uh to be honest with you uh but yeah i i just thought it was a really really nice quite simple concept but um can do quite a lot with it so yeah i, I found that to be um quite enjoyable i'm i don't know how long they're intending for the game to be i'm not sure that i'd want to be doing it for too long i think i'd quite like that to be quite a short experience but i think um certainly for what i played on the demo it was it was a lot of fun and um certainly initially just so disorientating when you're when you're flipping between uh ceiling and and, and floor like willy-nilly it was uh yeah it was quite interesting it was, but yeah it was good fun and again it's one of those that um i'd never seen anything quite like that before which is why um i found that to be so interesting I didn't play it, but that looks great. Yeah, what what, what else have we got for us? What was that called? Gravity, Gravity Commando. Gravity Commando. Gravity Commando. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and the last one, uh, which I am going to state from the start, is my game of the show. That isn't really my game of the show, but I was able to play it, so I'm calling it my game of the show. Um, is um, a Juggler's Tale. Um. So think of that again. It's a bit like uh, Inside Limbo, um, maybe a little, little bit, little big planety without the the creation um, side of things. Where essentially you play this this puppet um, side scrolling, having to do some basic sort of platforming and and puzzle solving um, stuff. And I really enjoyed that. I felt that that was a lot of fun. It was a real good sort of little like it's narrated like this almost i guess um bastion type narration there um telling sort of bits very storybooky um uh and yeah i really enjoyed that it's right up my street it does some couple of smart things like because you play a puppet like trying to walk underneath a um a ledge and it won't let you because you get stopped by the strings and things like that um which i thought was was quite cool um and yeah, I, I just I just really enjoyed it. I think uh, it, it's yeah. right up my street. That sort of puzzle puzzle platforming type yeah. game is really my sort of thing. I loved it. I'm looking at it on Steam. I did see it there. I didn't play that. I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It is available already. It came out uh, 29th of September and it's uh, currently 15% off. So um, it looks fucking great. So uh, yeah, there you go. A good recommendation there. Juggler's Tale. Right, so that's your game of the show because that's the one you could play. Um, my uh, game of the show, uh, that's because that's one I could play, and I play. I did. I played a lot of it, which was you suck at parking. That's my uh, my game of the show, and you suck at parking uh, is um, think of uh, a game like uh, Trials or Downhill Mountain, that type of game where where you 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 can uh, you can um, there's more than one way to 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 go through the level, and there's shortcuts, and there's and there's and there's you can just restart again, try, try and get your, your high score. And you suck at parking. You, you have um, anything, anywhere between two or four or five different uh, parking spaces within this, this uh, 
micro machine style map where you you know like from the seen from the top um well actually asymmetric view and uh you have your first car so you, let's say you have four spaces to park you have four cars then right you go with your first car you navigate through the through, through the through the level you park the car and then you start the next car and you keep going until you've parked all four cars but what i like about it is a there's a shortcuts there's no reverse so it's it's kind of like you really need to get the, the approach perfectly it's not like oh i missed it let me just reverse a bit uh, but also, if you're confident that your car is going to stop where you want it to stop, because you've got it, got the, the the weight just right, you can just press the D-pad to the side and you move over to the next car already. So the other car is still moving within the, the level. So you can start getting really good at, uh, you go, you maybe apply a bit of the brake and just let it, let it go, move to the next car. And then as you park in this other car, the other car just goes slowly and parks and you get the, the parking, because you like the little check mark for the you parked properly and by doing that you're increasing your your your, your uh well, you're decreasing your, your time uh a score attack 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 game really interesting uh and fucking brilliant i think this game is, is great i cannot wait for it to come out coming out next year so that's my game of the show yeah you suck at parking. i really enjoyed it too i also played it i thought it was really good all of what bruno said lots of fun it's the sort of thing that i can't see I just can't see myself sat at home on my own playing this game. What I can see is us all playing this at a 24 hour and it going on for hours and hours and hours and being really competitive. Uh, <laughs> that is what I can see happening with this game. I think it's just not the sort of thing I'm going to sit at home on my own and put a lot of time into. Um, but like the concept and the um, the delivery on that concept, I thought was excellent. That's right. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. So that's it for me on 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 the like I said on the games I played. I, uh, I played a couple other ones, but not not enough to, for me to talk about it. Yeah, it, it I played some others, but not, that, that, those for me were the ones worth talking about. Like I say, it wasn't as good. I think what EGX this year really did for me was make me excited about EGX next year. Um, because I just think uh, uh, hopefully obviously things continue to be a bit calmer in terms of COVID and stuff and. Uh, uh, I think things start ramping up a little bit more. I'm hoping next year there'll be um, a few more things go. You know, I think we'll have things like God of War and stuff like that. Some of the the bigger name games will will be there, and I, I'm just expecting there to be a, a little bit more volume um, of game there next year. So I'm looking forward to 2022. Um, and it's funny. I mean, yeah, and that's 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 yeah. Uh, echo everything you just said. But it's funny you should say that about. Uh... Uh, God of War being there because even though this is this, this the new segment which we dedicated only to EGX, I just want to throw one one little news news segment. God of War is coming out on PC uh, on on Steam the uh, in uh, January, uh, like not not long to go. And uh, I'm thinking, do I wait? Because I, I still need to play that game. Do I wait and play it in full splendor of the super ultra wide, the you know the good high high refresh rate uh, craziness? I think Sony's doing really, really well. They they renamed the, their studio to uh, Sony Entertainment PC or something like that. They tra- changed it to something like that so that uh, for the PC games that they're releasing on PC, obviously. And uh, I think it's interesting. I, I, they, they they're doing they, and they're releasing all their best games, not just uh, you know some of their B line. So uh, I think it's an interesting future. That's all on, on that. But yes, uh, back to EGX. I'm super excited for for next year's EGX. It can only get better, right? It can can only get better. Um, Yes, this was a week one in terms of games, but 
it was so much fun to to go to EGX again. And oh, actually, and another another real fucking black mark against EGX this this year. Uh, in the retro area, they did not have a fucking Donkey Kong machine. Can you what? believe it? The audacity ah. of going without a Donkey Kong machine. I was not. I was not impressed. <laughs> no, I, I can see that being. Uh, they had Donkey Kong Junior, but I'm all about Donkey Kong and. Fair enough, fair enough. Right. So that was that looks interesting. Um, And uh, let's move over to the playlist. This is the part of the show where we talk about the games we've been playing outside of VGX. So the games we've been playing um, over the last, what, maybe three or four weeks now. Because, like I said, we we have missed one little um, podcast there. Can I start, guys? Can I start with um, Nuclear Blaze? Nuclear Blaze is out already. I think it's out already. I'm pretty sure it's out already. In fact, I'm fairly certain it's out already. But Nuclear Blaze is by the um, one of the creators of, uh, in fact, the creator of Dead Cells. But it's not made by the team that did Dead Cells. It's 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 it's, it's a new studio. And Nuclear Blaze is a 2D platforming puzzle uh, firefighting game uh, where you go into in, inside this cave. Everything's on fire. You get yourself. Um, you you keep upgrading yourself, so you get uh, you know, uh, you get you you getting uh, to start with. You can only do uh, throw water left or right, but then you start. You get ability to 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 uh, to throw water up. You get a bigger water tank. You know, uh, you you get an ability to to like uh, do this thing where you put like throw water around yourself as a shield to to protect yourself from the fire. And you, you, so you're upgrading yourself as a firefighter, but also you're also finding out what happened in this in this cave because this cave, uh, it's like a, it's like a facility actually, a facility, and uh, something's gone wrong there. And as you go progress through, you're learning more about what happened, and um, and why uh, you know why that the obviously uh, uh, everyone is dead and and why and why everything's on fire. Uh, well, as you go through, you are a good fireman, so you have to uh, that's uh, even areas where you can rescue cats, and then you, you get to the level, end of the level with a cat, so you rescue the cat. I haven't been able to find all the. I understand that every level has a hidden cat. I haven't f- been able to find all of them, which is really great. It's that type of game which you, you want to just go and explore. You know, like where where are this uh, where is this little hidden cat stored? Uh, uh, um, like that cells, it's p- pixel perfect. You know, in, in terms of the jump, you can you can really as you see the fire, you can jump in me there, and you 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 get a dodge. At some point in the game, you you can jump in mid air and then do a dodge through the fire and then land on on a bit of uh, of of uh, ground that's not on fire and then quickly do the the the, the water all around you to try and uh, protect yourself from the fire and then start fight, fighting the fire that way. Uh, you can access uh, uh, panels that uh, that turn on the sprinklers. You can bring c- certain um, uh, areas, uh, certain. Um, uh, you know, fire deterrence back online and that type of stuff. It, it's brilliant. It's it, you know, the more I play this game, the more I think this this could be in at the end of the year. This could be in as for, for the child. And this has been a great year. So uh, and it's also very cheap. I think it's like six or seven quid on on Steam. Couldn't recommend it high. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. Everyone should be playing this game. It's, it's great. And I haven't tried it yet. I might try it after I finish the game. There's a kids mode, so they wanted to make this game accessible for everyone. So I think on, if you put the kids mode on, on, you know, I think you can you can go throughout the whole game just without dying and stuff like that. Which which I think that's is, a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Commendable, commendable for sure. Yeah, that that is Nuclear Blaze. Right, uh, you guys, what do you guys think about that? that sounds good. 
it's a platformer, so it's not going to be mine. But yeah, <laughs> maybe 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 Marius, maybe Marius, maybe Marius might give this. Oh, sorry, Marius, you opened your mouth, but no sound came out. <laughs> I cannot hear you, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I, I think it it could well be up my street. To be fair. Right. Okay. Let's move over to uh, to Adam. Adam, you've been playing Far Cry Six. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And this is probably the first game. Uh, well, actually, first game I've reviewed on on Monkey Tail that I actually paid for a long, long time. I've normally I'm Game Pass only, but in the last couple of months I've actually brought two games. How about that then? Wow. And Far Cry Six. Yeah. So I was uh, currently I'm off poorly off work, and they did a collection, so I've got loads of Spindoolies to spend our money. So Far Cry Six. Spindoolies is, is, uh, is, is that currency? I like it. Spindoolies, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love the game. Uh, it's that action advanced. I don't know who hasn't played any of the Far Cry Six Far Cries before. I've played bits of either, bits of some of them before. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a massive shoot 'em up, explore, puzzle sort of game. Loads of missions and side missions. Some of the missions are military go and kill somebody go and find somebody some things like uh there's some silly little missions about roosters and stuff you have to go and protect somebody's roosters and uh, you end up getting attacked by these killer roosters and stuff and as you're creeping up behind a military installation and you you, you know you got to go and kill everybody silently if you can and and get this bit and get that bit and all this sort of stuff some bloody wolves are, or coyotes are trying to bite your ass sort of thing so you have to sort of turn around and kill them silently it's a it's a good film there's a few snags in it but there's lots of good things i like it great weapons uh you can do the missions in any order uh when they pop up you don't have to do them straight away you can leave them till later and just carry on stuff and it's one of these games that if you kill somebody you can hide the bodies i mean who doesn't mind hiding a body when you when you've killed somebody like that's the best thing about it uh Uh, yeah go ahead yeah, okay. Uh, the the simple map definitions that I've seen before in other games uh, where you're going around, you can see so, you know, hundreds foot around you sort of thing. And if there's an, an enemy there, it will show up as a, like a little red cloud. But once you've actually seen them and eyeballed them, they turn into dots. So a cloud could be six six baddies sort of thing. So, yeah, good good way of doing that. The weapons are easy. Once you pick them up, they're always yours. You can use them again and again. There's none of this. You can only carry three, and that's it. You can only have three assigned, but you can easily swap in and out between them. Very, very good puzzles. There was one last night I was playing. You get to a, a building, and you've got to get into this building. Well, I went around this building about 10 times, over the roof, down the sides, everything else. What I didn't do is go and try the front door. The front door was unlocked. So once it got in, there's loads of puzzles and switches and stuff you have to do on, but some really, really good puzzles. And I've got to say, I only got stuck at one and I had to Google that to work out what it was. And I had to interact with two other objects in the room that I had, I didn't think were connected to the puzzle. But very, very good game. I like it. Uh, it, it, it has snags a couple of times, some of the bad things, although this is a next-gen game because this is on the Xbox X Series X. So I wanted to buy a next-gen game, and this was supposed to be one. Uh, I know it's also on Xbox One and stuff, but uh, I will say it snagged a couple of times. Uh, for instance, I entered a room and sometimes you're working with somebody, so the, your buddy's behind you. So you go into a room and then your buddy's standing in the doorway and 
when I wanted to leave the room, he wouldn't move and I couldn't get out past him. So like, what's that about? And I, I went round and I, I ended, I think I ended up shooting him, which was probably not the good thing to do. But, you, know. you know, you know, the funny thing is, I would like to tell you about about the, the, the AI block, blocking the, the, the doorway. I would like to tell you that that's poor AI programming. I'm, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll tell you for why. Because I play with real people, real human beings on PUBG that forever, <laughs> forever fucking do that. Block the door. I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Coast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, I don't know. Is a good, a bad AI or actual spot on AI? perfect AI. I, I, maybe. Maybe. Because I play with humans that do that anyway. Fucking assholes. But anyway. Um, interesting. I, I, uh, yeah. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, the other thing I don't like about it you walk around and you can walk past an ammo box and you pick up the ammo automatically, but you have to pick up so much other shit and you have to like walk up to it and angle yourself and look down at it and then press the X button or whatever button you're playing on. But that just annoys me. Just let me walk past the thing and yeah. pick it up. I'm with There's you no... on that one, Adam. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm fed up on games of just walking around and pressing, just constantly tapping the pickup button to try and pick stuff up. Yeah. Just can, auto pick up everything. Can I, can I yeah. give you a alternative that works for everyone? Okay. So you, try. you have to pick up stuff, right? But there's an, a perk, which you can unlock, which automatically does that then. So then it becomes part of both worlds. You either spend some uh, 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 as an upgrade and then you always pick it up. Or you don't spend it, and then you have to pick it up. How's that? That's probably yeah. Cool. I'll have that. I'll also just have that option in. The, I'll just also have that as an option in the in the menu, please. Okay. Well, in in the game, in the game, there is a perk, an extra skill you can you can add to it, which allows you to pick it up if you're driving past it in the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, but ninety percent of the game, I'm bloody walking around or climbing ladders and stuff. I, I'm walking. I'm not in a vehicle. If there was that sort of perk for when you're walking around, yes. Right. Yeah, I'm with you, Adam. Fair enough. Now, Far Cry Six. Interesting, you should say. I haven't played the four or five. I played. I played three as, a, and I really like. It. In fact, I played first, second, and third. Um, it's it's a game that uh, uh, as much for as much fun as it looks, and it looks like you can find the fun in it. it it's just too big, too much to do for me to uh, to. Um, I, I'm 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 more and more looking for the you know. Four, five, six-hour experience. In fact, there's a game um, uh, that I'll be reviewing um, uh, in the next podcast, uh, which is only supposed to be about four hours long, and, and that's what I'm more, more and more what I'm after. But there's undoubtedly or eight hundred hours of PUBG, <laughs> or eight hundred hours of PUBG. Um, PUBG is different. Uh, the way I look at PUBG, PUBG is a twenty-minute experience, but lots of times. You know, just done lots of times, right? So, so it's, it's not like you, you know, it's not like you, you have to, it's a different type of thing. It's a multiplayer game, right? That's like saying you're Donkey Kong, you know, how many times have you have you played the, 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 that same level? That's, yeah. a, that's a different thing. Um, but the question I had, though, is there was a bit of controversy, uh, and this is people just being people, right? Uh, about uh, the marketing for Far Cry 6. So once you played Far Cry 6 and you've signed up, you press yes on all the EULAs and all the yeah, 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 go on, go on, because no one fucking reads the things. You may uh, inadvertently sign up for email um, marketing, which you can disable at, at any point, right? But if you have it on, on Far Cry 6, what it does is El Presidente in the game sends you an email going like, oh, you've only, you've only actually killed this many people, you know, very good, you know, like trying to gold you back into, into, into the game. Have you had such email? And 
I don't know why people are complaining. You can un you can unsubscribe, and I think it's brilliant anyway. <laughs> why not have the game go? You that you know that you're not. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's when you stop playing for so long. Mm. I think that's what what prompts the email. That triggers the thing. I think uh, it's great. I think yeah. It's great. Yeah, I I think that's that's really clever, and mm. and it's in game. It's like in like like. You know, they, they, they keep it in line with the tone and, and the game. Yeah, I think I think that was an excellent idea. I think so do I. I, I mean, and it serves you right for not not read if you don't read the thing and yeah. you click the box, that's and, the risk you take. And the if thing you're not is, happy with it. Once you get the first email, you can go to the unsubscribe. I don't want any more. And that's it. Just, it's, yeah, uh, problem yeah. solved. I mean, I don't know why people something. That's why I said people being people. <laughs> so I'll say on that. Yeah. But yes, it's, um, it's excellent. I'm happy you you having you having fun on this game. Uh, um, uh, I think. Like all the other Far Cry's, it's just and I, I have bought Far Cry Five. I actually played a bit. I said I didn't play. I played like an hour or two of it, and then and then I was like, oh my god, it's it's too much. It's so many things to do. It's like, uh, and and uh, you know, I, I need time to to replay that Dark Souls. You know, for instance, you know, I've only played that game three times. You know, I need more time to replay that again. You know, I haven't played on in in Enslaved in a while. You know, or Bullet Storm. You know, I need to find time to replay games. You know, like, you know, I, I don't I haven't got time for it. Hundred hour game, but um, but yes, uh, it does look great. Graphics look great, and I'm a big fan of the the main actor that does El Presidente, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, I think his <laughs> name is from uh, the Breaking Bad. Uh, I think is uh, is a great actor, and uh, by all accounts, he's really good in it on, on this video game. Yeah, yeah. So yes, that is Far Cry Six. Uh, Maris, you've been playing Sable. Sable, what is that? Yes, I have. Um, so again, this is another open world game. So um, it's an indie game. I think uh, I'm not sure if they are British, but the developers are called Shedworks because that's they used to. That's how they started. Was two of them working in in one of their mum's sheds, um, and I just think I I love that. It, it gives that real feel of sort of British uh, inventors type tinkering away in their shed. I I I like that, um, and. It's you. You play as this young girl who who essentially is going off on like a rites of um, passage type thing, um, sort of coming of age type, going away out out into the world, leaving a camp for the first time to um, basically sort of discover her her purpose in life and and essentially assign what she's what she's going to do for 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 her life. And it's just a, a really good style. Like it, nothing looks like this game. Um, it's sort of self-dated, but yeah. but sort of minimalist as well. Like some things are, are really vague, and it doesn't necessarily give you all of that like a massive level of detail there. Um, which which I find a really interesting start. I like the way that, that like it change like the like the colours that you get when it changes, like when it goes from day to night, like real sort of like vivid oranges and, and reds of the daytime into like these sort of some greys and like purple hues at, at night. It just look looks really cool. Um the music as well is excellent um again really goes in with the um uh with the visuals um quite minimalist but but re some really a really beautiful score there although there isn't it's not like a constant soundtrack music comes in and out and again that's done really well the way the music sort of really complements what you're actually doing um at the time um and it's 
So it's like quite minimal. Like it's not like a Far Cry where you have um, like maps with like pop-ups everywhere. It's like it's when you find things or you have one thing go to this place, and on the way you might see various other other things. So um, you can sort of uh, take it or le- ignore stuff or go and look at these um, uh, different um, uh, locations or not. It's sort of up to you to an extent. Um, and so far, I, I'm I'm actually really loving this game. Um, there a couple of um, like it, it's like I said, it's made by a small team working from their shed, um, or at least when they started. So there are some glitches, frame rate drops a little bit. I've heard some reports of there being some game breaking stuff in there. I haven't encountered any yet. Um, uh but so you, th- there are a few little little glitches in there um and like the st- so uh, uh, again like it has a, a stamina um bar there you can climb on anything um which obviously is affected by the stamina which actually i haven't found that too bad that sort of makes sense it's when you're running you can only run for about 10 paces before your stamina bar has run out uh, which i find quite annoying i understand there is a way to up your stamina um and like you have a, a cool little hover bike as well to to get around on which is cool um so yeah, I um, i think this game is excellent from what I've, I'm about a couple of hours in, something like that. Love it. Right, so, okay, first of all, let me apologize. That was a bit of a uh, think, if, I, if I'm not wrong, that might have been a bit of uh, of sound from the Xbox starting up. That's, uh, and that's because, uh, shame on you, Xbox. Uh, don't put autoplay videos when I'm trying to look at screen, uh, screenshots. I was looking at the game on, uh, on Steam. It looks fucking phenomenal. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to wishlist this. And then I thought, ooh, while he's talking about it, is this on Game Pass? And I went on Game Pass, and that's where you heard the, the, the Xbox uh, starting up. The, uh, looking at these screenshots uh, of, of this game, I want to play nothing else but this game now because this looks phenomenal. <laughs> and in terms of the team, it's a two, two per, you're right, it is British, starting in North London. It's, it's two, a, two, a two-member team with a, with a, alongside a group of talented collaborators, is what it says here. So two-man team, obviously, with other people coming in to, to help out. This looks phenomenal. I uh, I'm gonna install this and I am gonna play this because this looks uh, this looks right up my street. It's like a cartoon almost. It looks. Uh, it looks it is, good. Yeah, it is. And and I like it that there's no shooting. Like it's just nice for a change to play a video game that you don't have to shoot anything, stab anything, jump on anything's head. It's just like yeah, you're just doing things. Right. Thus far, anyway, maybe 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 that's a thing that happens. But so so far, it's just been about exploration and living in that world, which is a wonderful world to be in. Fantastic, right? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna now talk about three games in semi quick succession because I don't have I haven't played enough to talk about them too much, but I still want to touch on them ever so quickly. So start with Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. You guys know I'm a big Super Monkey Ball fan. I've always been played it originally on the GameCube, and I was a bit of a master at it. I might say so. You know, like when I used to play with uh, with uh, my uh, friends and family, uh, I was no one could beat me uh, uh, on any uh, uh, game type. And this looks great. Um, it supports ultra wide, uh, uh, you know, like nice res, everything, music, every, everything has been brought up to to today's standards. And then I quickly played a bit of a few levels, and I'm like, oh, let me go to the mini games. Let me go to the, t- the target, my favorite one. The, you fly the ball through the air, 
and you have to land in a target. And I cannot land anywhere. It's I cannot fly. I don't know. And I'm going online. What is what am I doing wrong? And people saying, oh, you need to, you know, only press it ever so slightly. I'm trying it. And uh, Maris records is my controller. You might be right. I'm not sure because uh, obviously this was designed originally for the GameCube, but then it's been all done up on 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 um, on Unity. So I don't know what the fuck is happening. They ruined my favorite <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> mini game in the game. Uh, but uh, remakes I... don't always work, do they? No, no. But uh, but uh, they they got leaderboards and everything. So uh, the great thing about it is, like I said, I used to be pretty much the world's best player when I played it uh, with my friends and family. But now when I look at the leaderboards, I'm like, oh, I'm not even close to being the world's best player. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, which, which I love, which I love. But that's why I like about this, bringing some of these old games with with uh, with, with boards, with scoreboards where you can, you know, you can try and compete. But every single thing you can compete. You can, um, you can uh, try to be the, because you know, obviously the, the game is as the racing, you know, when you're maneuvering the ball across the across uh, levels without trying to, to get uh, the ball out of the, the, the um, like Marvels back on the Mega Drive. Remember Marvels on the Mega Drive? Marvel Madness. That's the one. Oh, yeah. I used to fucking love that game. I used to love that game. Anyway, so that's Super Monkey Ball. Uh, I played it. I play more of it. It's more of a party game. You can do local co-op. So expect this after 24 hours for sure. <laughs> mm. uh, and hopefully by then I will learn how to fly. And then everyone's going to go, like, what the fuck is this? Controllers are broken. Uh, right. <laughs> I've also, on my stream, I've started doing uh, uh, a... A retro stream where I go on uh, on Thursdays. I try to, you know, go back to an older game. And I am. Um, I've recently rewatched Pitch Black, uh, the, the Riddick, uh, the first of the Riddick movies. Yeah. First of all, that game is fantastic. That movie is fantastic. But anyway, so then I wanted to play. I remember how good Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay was. And let me tell you. This is a very hard game, a very difficult game to recommend because you cannot buy this game anywhere. You cannot buy this game anywhere. You cannot buy it on Steam. You cannot buy it on good old games. You cannot buy it anywhere because I believe Bin Diesel owns the, the, the rights to the IP and it's pulled the game from out of everywhere. I don't know why, <laughs> you cannot buy the game anywhere. Luckily, I remember I had um, a copy of it uh, in, in a CD uh, from back in the day. I, I remember I had that, so I was able to uh, to uh, legally um, uh, download the, uh, the uh, sorry install that version of uh, of uh, of the game, uh, and uh, I was able to start playing it. And um... that is very lucky that you had it. <laughs> it was very, very lucky that I had it, wasn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> unbelievable. It's almost unbelievable, right? <laughs> it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was able to install the the sequel, uh, which is a, a Attack on Dark Athena, whatever, which includes the the. Um, remake of uh, Escape from Butcher Bay and I started straight away with Escape from Butcher Bay and wow this game is is an old game that still is phenomenal yes you know you're in this prison and there's only about fucking you know total in the prison I've only seen like I don't know 10 prisoners or something because I, I, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and the, uh, but the voice acting is great by Bindis done by Bindis and, and, and some actual good actors I mean I think Exhibit is in it as well, and there's lots of like different uh, like uh, people. I forgot how, how many good actors actually on this. I mean, I'm, I'm putting Exhibit as a good actor, but what I'm saying is a famous 
person on that one. But actual, oh well, I guess if I say BDS is a good actor, that was probably a bit of an oxymoron. But regardless, this is this is phenomenal. It looks great, and the the best thing about playing old games like this is. When they first came out, you wouldn't be, you would, you wasn't able to play it with all the things uh, put to maximum because you know, uh, uh, back in the day, your hardware wouldn't have been powerful enough. But now, it's such an old game, you can just go like, yeah, everything to to full 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 whack. And um, I actually think this game looks good. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's like a, I mean, it's a remake of a two thousand and four game that came out in two thousand and eight. So you're looking at a thirteen year old game, but. Uh, yeah, you know, it probably does look like a thirteen-year-old game, but the the actual cinematography and the and the hiding in the dark and everything just looks so well. It's it's um, a really fun game that I'm having lots of lots of fun replaying. So that's according to Riddick, Escape from Butcher's Bay, and I was very lucky to find that uh, that uh, in the back of my sofa. That uh, that uh, one. Uh... <laughs> it's great, but you know what the funny thing is. Yeah, I was, even though I already owned the game, I was more than happy to buy the game. I was actually trying to buy the game, you know? So, you know, what can, I, what, what can a person do but go and get his copy from, uh, from uh, uh, the back of the sofa, right? Anyway, so that's Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. And, and uh, the other third game I want to quickly touch on, because I've only played about three hours of it, and that's Age of Empires 4, a game that just came out on, uh, on Game Pass on PC. Uh, I don't think it's on console, Adam. I think it's on, on PC, this one. And um, I've, you guys heard me talk about Age of Empires 2 uh, a while ago when, uh, when they did the remaster and, and I played a bit of it. And it was my, really my first time playing it. And they, they, everything they've done on the first three games with this one here, they just modernized. They put a lot of quality of life improvements. Little things like... Um, Let's say you have some workers collecting wood, some are collecting um, gold, rock, etc. You, you actually have a little UI element on the side that shows you all your workers, are, which ones are working on what. Because before it was like you have to go and try and see what's happening. So now you can go like, oh, I, I need more gold. So let me just take a few of the people on the rock and put them on gold, etc. And so on. But uh, they, the, the, the graphics are modernized. It's 2021 graphics. You know, like it looks, looks beautiful. HDR. Of course, ultra ultra wide sound is great. Uh, everything is is great. This game is phenomenal. Honestly, this game this game is really good. And it's one of those games I was only streaming for a, for a bit, and I streamed it for like an hour. But then I stopped the stream because it was time to end the stream, and I kept playing it with with, uh, with my mate Alright uh, for another you know two or three hours. And uh, and it's one of those when he finished, I'm like, where does the time go? Because I just it's just a time sink game. You just you just love it. You just like it's uh, yeah. Oh, more on this to come. But uh, the more I play it, this could be this could be in with the shot at the end of the year as well. This uh, this year this year has been crazy. This year has been crazy for 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 great games. Yeah, that's Age of Empires four. I do have one more game to talk about, but I'll talk about it at the end. Uh, let's go over to um to um uh, uh Adam. Uh, you've been playing a. Uh, Outriders, tell us about it. Yeah, uh, so I play, started playing this for the 24 hours. Uh, so uh, it, it's great. It's a it's a set in the sci-fi universe sort of thing, Square Enix. So it's a good name. Uh, RPG shooter. You can I play as single campaign, but you can play online as well with multiple people. 
basically uh, you're human uh, man the world's gone to shit so you've gone off to a planet that you hopefully you're going to be able to colonize and it looks great until you land and then it all goes to shit sort of thing uh, the planet's ripping itself apart the special forces on it as in forces that I don't understand and it either kills you or gives you super special powers sort of thing uh, so you're a soldier you you end up having special powers which gives you certain types of things you can do uh, you go around killing other humans that are baddies or you kill the animals or various aliens uh, I thought it was a great game there's certainly a few weird things about it that I didn't particularly like but lots of good things again map that gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you explore it all uh easy weapon change system and you need to learn which weapons are best for that particular fight different aliens different buddies need different type of ammos etc to kill them uh anything from pistols to lasers to snipers to the usual sort of thing um yeah again you have to gather resources but it's quite quick quite easy on this you walk past it and you pick it up i think i'm sure you do uh some of the bad things is a lot of it were in the same environments there were three or four environments but that's all so it ended up being you were sort of just in the jungle fighting other types of beasts in the same part of the jungle uh and if you failed a mission as a side mission you couldn't redo it that was it you just failed it and also when you're going around the map is limited to where you are so one if you get stuck to know well I quite often thought, well, what I've got to do next? And there wasn't a particularly good guide to say, you've got to go and do this, then you do that, then you do that. It was like having to run around to try and find what to do. And if you had completed everything in that section, you had to go to a particular part of the map to get out of that map, to go back to the bigger map. It was a bit mm, all right, but it, it did distract from the game. But run around shooting things, so it was a good game. Uh, the powers came good. Yeah, I liked it. It was very good. Again, yeah. the skills are upgradable, the weapons are upgradable, and for to kill certain things, you have to have the upgraded weapon. So you try and kill something first of all, and like it just doesn't work. So you go away, find some extra skills, find some extra weapons, and come back. So it 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 was a good game. Yeah, it looks good. It looks like Gears of War a bit. It's also it's I know yes. it's, I know it's yeah. on Game Pass, but I think it's on Game Pass PC as well now. So so it's, it's one. Yeah. There's so many good things on Game Pass at the moment. It's it's like what do you play? I mean, mm. for, there's Forza coming out soon as well, and uh, and it's like uh, I mean the, the, they put uh, Back for Blood in there. I've, I've been sold. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because like I said, there's so many good games out at the moment, and um, and other games you want to play. You know, hence why I don't have time for the. Um, Far Cry 6 of this world. Uh, quickly on Desperados as well. Desperados 3, is this a new game, an old game? I, Desperados, I know it's an old old, old oh. title, but is this, uh, what is this? I, I think it came out, depending on what, what platform you're talking about, it came out in 1920, 2019, 2020, and I'd not played Desperados 1 or 2, <laughs> so I played Desperados 3, because that was what, they, the others weren't on Game Pass, so you know, I, I just played what was there, uh, and I really loved it. It's a it's a Western adventure. You go around and kill people. So you're a bit of an outlaw, and you're after buddies. You play as one character, but as the game progresses, you play as other characters. And at certain points, you you actually work between all of you, but you control them all. 
-hmm. So different characters have different things. You're, you've got a, a six gun, you know, a, a standard pistol sort of thing, or a knife or a hatchet, or you can control, you can shoot them with a dart, which mind controls them. And you, you, you know, so you get one baddie to shoot the other baddie and then everybody comes and joins in the fight. Uh, very, very good little bits. Uh, that it's a, it's it's almost like a top-down view, SMS. but it's at forty-five degree. Yeah, it, a bit like Desert Strike sort of thing. If you go back to that that yeah. long ago, uh, you can only see sort of ten five yards in front of you and twenty yards behind you. So you have to angle the camera, which allows you to see more of the ground that you've got to cover and work out the route that you've got to go. Because you can't just run from one side to the other. You've got to go up paths and climb up little ridges and drop drop down. Uh, you have to avoid raising alarms. You get extra points for doing it without raising alarms or making a death look like an accident. So you can knock a rock down that falls on top of two baddies and that's extra points sort of thing. It's very, it's very, very good. Yeah. One of the things that annoyed me, but it was really good fun, there's no autosave. So you have to keep remembering to save it. But you get so yeah. engrossed with the game and you're doing this and you're doing that. And 20 minutes later, you die and you think, oh, bugger, I haven't saved it for 20 minutes. So you've got to redo it all. But that's just me. You get into auto saving it or you think you do. Uh, it, it's very good. And uh, if you've got, if you've met the other characters, they join your team. And at some points you can, you, you can sort of stop motion and pre-play what you want them to do. So the guy that's got the hatchet, he can jump down this cliff, run 100 yards to the right-hand side, go creep behind a baddie and kill him in the back of the head. But he doesn't set off until you've got the second person that's going to go up to a block of rocks and knock the rocks down onto other people. And you then get yourself, you can go along and stab somebody in the back. So, And then you go, right, play. And if you've got the timings right, it works absolutely great. But quite often, you don't get the timings right. So the first guy runs heavily footed so people can hear him so it all just kicks off and you end up with like oh dear that didn't quite work it was very good interesting why i've not played a game like that before it was very good i mean two things there firstly i i would like to move forward killed him in the back of the head as a potential <laughs> podcast title please Bruno. <laughs> uh, and uh, and secondly just to clarify for listeners desperados 3 was released in 2020 not 1920 <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I've got, I got, uh, I've written it down. Oh, I've written down. Uh, even though I quite like Welcome to Thunderdome as well. Um, right. Okay. So that's uh, that's Brothers Three. Obviously, uh, we. It's it's. No, it's, it's hmm? Desperados Three. Yes. What did I say? Brothers Three. I didn't say Brothers. Yeah, that's Brothers. Talking about, uh, yeah, it sounded like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, whatever. Let's move maybe, on. I don't even know what Brothers Three is. Uh, a bit like XCOM, I guess. Uh, yeah, we we, we both uh, Commandos back in the day as well, similar to this as well. Uh, I seem to recall. It looks good. It's actually got quite a, quite a high rating on Metacritic, eighty six. So that's uh, you know that's uh, uh, quite a high score. It is on Game Pass as well. So there you go. Another yeah, one yeah, on Game yeah. Pass. Right, 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 right. We get it. We get it. We get through them. There's only a couple more to go. Um, missed. Missed. I missed this. I haven't uh, played it yet. Uh, no, we yeah, didn't. I did. I did play it in advance, though, as you pointed out. Like, 
we we did say we'd do it for the next podcast, but I got on there and I thought I might as well talk about it here because I don't think you're going to get around to playing it <laughs> anyway. Um, and I I would understand that. So, um, like I say, I never played Mist previously, so I'm playing the the new version where you do actually walk around. I think the the original was just sort of static screens that mm-hmm. you would um, click on. This is a bit more walk around. Oh, I mean, one thing that I what one thing that I do like about it is it does give you the option. You can choose whether you hold to run or toggle run because I hate having to just hold down a button to run all the time, especially on something like this. Um, you should always just be moving fast. It's just like uh, uh, you're wasting my time making me walk around. It looks really nice. Like the setting is really good. You're you're obviously on this sort of island, uninhabited island. Miss Not islands. quite sure what's yeah. going on there, and like the the setting and 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 the environments look really nice. Um, I didn't like it. And I didn't play much of it, to be honest with you, because I find it to be a bit aimless. It's why I didn't get on with The Witness. And I know it's it was compared to Mist, and mm-hmm. I think for this very re- reason, is that it is aimless and there are puzzles there, but you don't know which one to do in which order. And I guess you can do them in different orders. You don't have to do them in a particular order. Um, but what I don't like is that it's almost like, well, you have to work out what the puzzle is before you work out how to solve the puzzle. And it's like, I just found it a bit like, what? Like, I, it, it, it was just a bit too vague. I prefer a little bit more prompting and pointing in the right direction. I guess for some people, that's what makes Miss brilliant, is that they've got this complete blank slate. You've got no idea what to do. And you have to work the whole thing out like some sort of Columbo-ass detective or something. Um, but for me, I prefer to be like, give me all the puzzles, let me do all the puzzles. Just, I just want to walk through in order and, and do the puzzles. It, it, it was a bit too vague. And and also I, I found some of the solutions to the puzzles a little bit obtuse and difficult to get to. And I stopped at one point when I looked at a guide and the explanation on the guide, I was like, I've read that and I still don't really understand how, what, why or how that puzzle. So maybe it's just because I'm stupid. That's entirely possible. Um, but but it, it was just too much for me. So, uh, yeah, not a fan of Mist. I'm sure that'll upset a lot of Mist fans. But... Uh, well, fuck them. Uh, right. Uh, you, you can play it in VR as well, apparently, allegedly. So maybe, maybe in VR will be a better game. I mean, yeah, I do think it sounds like a good game in VR. I don't think that will solve any of the other problems. You've any any yeah, of yeah. my complaint. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, I would think if you are going to play Mist, VR sounds like a great way to play that game. Yeah, right. It's more than likely sounds like the preferred way to play it. I don't know if the version you played is available in VR, but I know there's definitely an Oculus version of it. I don't know if it's the one uh, you No, or... it was on Game Pass, and, and I don't think Game Pass do VR yet. No, no, Game Pass does VR, but maybe it doesn't do... Yeah. Maybe that particular title doesn't do VR, because you can definitely yeah. do Tetris Effect, say, in VR, for instance, uh, on, on, oh, the, okay. on the on on the the on the Microsoft Store. All right, let's finish with uh, Metroid Dread. I've been playing... Uh, I'm on the last boss. I haven't quite... Uh, I've only tried them a couple of times, and then I started playing other games. I, I need to go back to it and, and finish it. But Metroid Dread is phenomenal. It's... Um, it's uh, amazing what they were able to do on the Switch. Because, you know, look at the Switch. It's g- g- getting on a bit now. It came out, what, in 
2017, I want to say, 16. It's like a five, six-year-old console now. You know, it's uh, been going on a while. And when it came out, it was already underpowered. So it's not like it came out and it was the, you know, uh, the best thing you can get at the time. When it came out, it was already you know, like underpowered compared to uh, things that were already out, let alone things that were coming out, right? Um, therefore, as you guys know, there's obviously issues running games even at 60 frames and stuff like that on it. But they were able to get this game running at uh, 60 frames, not quite 1080. Well, it is 1080, but it's more like 900p, but, you know, close enough to, 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 to 1080. Uh, and uh, I was watching a video on Digital Frontier about it. They had, the, the way they did it was by putting some of the animations, like fire and stuff like that, 30 frames, so that they could, uh, you know, get, get budget elsewhere. But in other words, in terms of, as, 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 um, as a game, it looks like it runs smooth on 60, like solid. Which is great for a game like this. Uh, it looks pretty as well. Like I said, for, for, it looks pretty for the Switch, but I think it looks pretty for any game. It, looks, it just looks great. Uh, and it is Metroid. It, it, like like any Metroid game, they have to do something to you so you lose all your power, so you have to get them all again. Because yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you know, you need to go and uh, and gain powers again. But they kind of like uh, spin it around a bit. Like for instance, the the morph ball normally is the first one of the first things you get on Metroid games. This one is much later in the game, so they they, they kind of like. Um, so it's funny because you you go as a Metroid veteran, you're going through it and you're like, oh, I can go with the morph ball through there. I haven't got the morph ball yet, so so you kind of like make making a mental note of where things are. But the map is really good to be able to to uh, um, look at the map and 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 uh, and. Um, you know, navigate yourself through it. Lots of different biomes. Uh, obviously, a lot of backtracking, uh, like you do, do a Metroid. Uh, and um, as you gain these powers, obviously, you know, you unlock more things. So, you know, nothing different than what you get from a Metroid. What I like about it a lot is, to me, it was like going back to Super Metroid and to or, or Metroid even. Uh, the bosses are hard. They don't hold your hands. They'll, they'll they'll fuck you up if you if if you know you need to be pixel perfect in some of them and uh, and um, that is something that I know it's been leveled against it. People saying the bosses are too unfair, too too uh, you know too hard. But that's what Metroid was, and that's what I like about it. You know, I I don't want to go to the boss and uh, hit the glowing part three times, and uh, you know you can dodge easily. You know, I want the bosses to be a bit harder. What one thing I do will say is. The bosses themselves are, are are quite unique and and fun. Uh, the mini bosses are very similar. So you have, you have like a, you know like ten versions of a knight that all have the same yeah. attacks. And uh, so th that one I'm I'm less less in, uh, thrilled by. But it is a two D game, two D two D Metroid. Uh, but I love the two D to three D uh, um, um, uh, parts they have. So so in certain sequences you have the three D. Uh, 3D video of it, so you you can actually see the uh, um, the game in 3D. But then, as you move into 2D, it kind of like moves from 3D to 2D really, really, really well. And yet, it's one of those. It's been coined the 2.5D, you know, like the 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 backgrounds and all of that. So so sometimes you you, you come coming out of the 2.5D, but obviously in 3D, and then it back into 2D. It's difficult to describe, but it's just done so well. The transitions. Are done so well. It's a camera move is what you. That's what you're trying to explain. A transition, but the trans, but no, it's not so much yeah. the camera move. It's the the transition because 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 it, it, it yeah. doesn't go from a three D and then a black loading and then two D. It's like the transition. It just goes from a, yeah. but from that three D aspect to the 
flawlessly, which is something you wouldn't expect to see an, uh, on a switch. You would expect it to load, you know, and then and then yeah, off, yeah. and off you go. There are the the parts where with the I think EB I played the game now like a, a few weeks ago now. The, but the the bad the bad the the bad the robots that come and fuck you up. I think they're called EVs. I want to say there's seven of them, and um, those ones can only be killed with a special weapon. And uh, whenever you go to the parts with them on, you need to try not to make a sound. It's a stealth area. Um, to me, that works less well. I mean, they they they, they give you things, some power ups where you can go invisible. They give you power ups where uh, where if you go invisible, you don't make any make any noise with the footsteps and stuff like that. But you go very slowly, stuff like that. They do give you things, and I was trying to do the stealth and hiding hiding a bit in a little square here. Let it go through. Wait for it to go through. Then keep going. I was first doing it the way the game wanted me to play, and then I quickly realized that you can just run, like just run past, just uh, jump over the the thing, and just uh, just uh, just ignore it, and just go through. And when you get the weapon, come back and kill it. You know that's uh, that's 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 how I done it. So I think that part for me was not as good, but it's easily skippable by just by just uh, by just um, running running past it. Having said all that, I think you can easily stealth through it if that's your jam, not my jam. No, no, not on the Metroid game anyway. But um, yeah, this game is brilliant. This is one of the best Metroidvanias I, I, I played in a while, and um, and it's uh, Nintendo showing that. Hang on a second, guys. You know, uh, part of the name, of, part of the name of the genre is our game, and we can still do it uh, uh, as well, if not better than uh, everyone else. Um, yeah, I think this is brilliant. This is a, a, a fantastic Metroidvania game. Which you should play, Maris, and I'm gonna, you know, loan you my Switch so you can play it because I think this is gonna be in conversation at the end of the year for for uh, certainly for Game of the yeah. Year. Certainly, I that. not perfect in in certain aspects, but everything else elevates it so that the parts which are not perfect uh, uh, are mm. ins- inconsequential because uh, because everything else is so good. Yeah, so that's my trade right. This game is this year has been a, an interesting year. That's uh, my list of top five is like that's ten games strong at the moment and and, and grow and growing. You know, there's still great games coming out. Uh, there's still Halo Infinite to come. There's still Forza and uh, lots of other games to come out this year. Yet it's gonna be an interesting end of year for for game of the year and. And Adam has played the game that came out this year. Two games, Ultraid and Far Cry 6. This, yeah! This is crazy. Wow. Yeah. And Desperados. Actually, no, Desperados was in 1920, yeah. sorry. No. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> and the, the, I've, I've played, there's a, there was a new Ghost Recon. I can't uh, think what, Future Point or something like that. I've played that as well, but I haven't commented uh, on that. I'm, but, calling, yeah. I'm calling bullshit on, 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 on <laughs> Ghost Recon. <laughs> Uh, go so you go might on. have three, three games that actually meet the criteria of games of the year. Uh, <laughs> the, the latest, the latest Ghost Recon Breakpoint came out in twenty nineteen. Okay, Adam, nice try. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so two, two, but still, that's that, good. That's good. Two, two games from the year. It's fantastic. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Let's, uh, let's. Um, Let's move over to the quiz part of the ga- uh, of the podcast. Yeah, uh, the the, uh, the time is right. Woo. Quiz. Okay. Yes. So I've done a quiz today. Um, oh. 
you may or may not be familiar with the prices right whereby people had to guess whether something was higher or lower than something else okay. the, the cost yes. of something this is that yep. game but right. it's the time is right because what you're going to be guessing is based on the website how long to beat do the games take longer or shorter amount of time to beat than the previous game does that make okay. sense absolutely yeah. yes okay obviously please do not be googling and searching how long <laughs> because that sort of defeats the object and i will offer a bonus point if you can guess to within an hour of the um actual time to beat the games you get mm -hmm. a bonus point if you get the higher lower right you gotta okay. get that first so uh, for the first one I will I will let you both have a guess at how long you think this takes to beat and whoever gets closest can have the first point to start us off. So the game it, oh and they're all horror slash Halloweeny feel games because oh, thanks I don't play games like that. <laughs> but, ah that's I've tried to make it games uh... that that you didn't have an unfair advantage John Bruno. So okay. the first one is a oh and as well this is just for the main story this isn't any bonus bits this is just to to finish the main game for all of them so alien isolation go on bruno you can go first what do you how long do you think alien isolation isolation takes to beat 22 hours 22 adam how long 22 do you hours one minute Oh, fuck you, Adam. Oh, I mean, Adam tried to be clever there, but it's not worked out well for him. So Bruno does get the bonus point. 18 and a half hours. I was going to say 19. I was going to say 19, but then I changed it to Yeah, so Bruno, I mean, with all the extras, if you do the extra bits, it was 22 and a half hours, but just for the main story, 18 and a half um, so as Bruno got that, we'll let him go go have the next guess. So Evil Within, is that higher or lower than 18 and a half hours? Lower. It is lower. So, oh, do, do, do I have to guess the hours so I can get the uh, Yeah, bonus? you can get a bonus point if you can guess 12, within. 12, 12 hours. No, you don't get the bonus point. 15 and a half. Okay. Uh, so, Adam, you're up next. Next game we have is Resident Evil 4. Is that higher or lower than 15 and a half hours? Lower. Oh, Adam. Oh. Afraid not. It is higher. Oh. It is higher. Not by much. 16 hours for Resident Ooh. Evil 4. Uh, Bruno, Dead Space, higher or lower than uh, 16 hours? Lower. I was going to say, ask me that in a month's time. <laughs> <laughs> lower, and uh, I'm going to guess, I played it recently, it's uh, 12 chapters, I think it took me about, uh, I think it took me about 8 hours, but I'm going to actually go, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go in 9 hours. No bonus, I'm afraid, 11 hours. Oh, completely a lot faster than that, but never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I do find I tend to finish things quicker than yeah. um, uh, 
how long to be. Yeah. Uh, Adam, then. Bioshock. Did Ooh. that take... Was that longer or shorter than 11 hours? Higher or lower? Higher. Correct. Bioshock does take longer than 11 hours. Care to wager... Oh, no, you went, you went too far. 12 hours. Oh. 12 hours. Uh, oh, Bruno. You'll like this one. Eternal Darkness. Higher or lower than 12 hours. See, now, it's lower, but I think. But it is a GameCube game where games used to be a lot longer back then. But I'm going to go with lower, even though I'm, I'm, it's... Yeah, I think it's lower. It's not lower. Okay. It was 13 and a half hours. All right. All right. I uh, don't know if you've played this one or not, Adam. Alan Wake. Is that higher or I, lower I, than 13 and a half hours? I, I've not played it. I think I installed it, played it for five minutes and took it off or, for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, maybe I was just in the right mood because it sounds a really good game looking at mm-hmm. the reviews uh oh yeah lower uh, oh. 11 11 hours for alan wake uh, on alan wake i've actually purchased the remastered edition on epic so i'm going to be playing that uh, again soon that's a really good game very good um so bruno i know you haven't played this one soma s-o-m-a Higher or lower than 11 hours? Lower. Correct. Eight hours. I'll give you that. You get the bonus point. It was nine hours. I said within an hour. So, uh, I think they make well it 5 1. Oh, well then. <laughs> it, is, it is 5 1, but 1. There's still, there's, Adam can yeah. still pull it back. There's I enough. Like there's enough. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, Outlast. Is that higher or lower than nine hours? Lower. Correct. Hey. Well done. So you want to have a guess for your bonus point? How long that might take? Eight. Oh, no. Lower than that. Five hours. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little longer than that, yeah. but no. Um, so where are we now? Bruno, until dawn, higher or lower than the, five? The five. Oh, higher, much higher. Go on, how much higher? 16 hours. Oh, no, way off. Do they, do they, do they... <laughs> way off. Eight hours. Oh, double, double. Oh, you did say double yeah. the hours, didn't you? Is that what we said? <laughs> uh, okay, back over to Adam. Oh, this has worked out well because it's not for Bruno. Silent Hill, higher or lower than eight hours? Higher. Oh, I'm afraid not. No, I'm afraid not. Not by much. It was a close one. It was seven hours, oh, so it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't far off. Uh, Bruno, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, higher or lower than lower. seven hours? 
No, I'm afraid not. Eight hours. Oh yeah. Wow. You're doing the you're doing the the, 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 the thing of all of them are so close to each other now that uh, it's impossible to I'm... guess. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't say I was gonna make it easy for you. Right, right, right. Um <laughs> So, uh, Adam, uh, yes. Little Nightmares, is that higher or lower than eight hours? I'm going to say less. Correct. I'm going to say less. six. Oh, too high. Three and a half. That's quite a short oh, one. Oh, wow. That's a really quick one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um,. How many of these Bruno, have you got? <laughs> there's, 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 there's a couple left to go. Okay. Uh, Bruno, Five Nights at Freddy's. Three and a half hours higher. Lower. Wow. <laughs> it's really short. Two, two and a half, <laughs> two and a half hours. And then again, I'm quite pleased that Bruno hasn't got this one. Um, Adam. Inside, higher or lower than two and a half hours? I mean, you you only played the demo, I think, and I can tell you it's not yeah. 20 minutes. It is more than 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say more than two hours. Higher. Yes, it is. But not by much, I bet. Go on then. How long do you think it is? I'm going to say four. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's three and a half. Oh, okay. Hey, so, well, this is interesting. What are we going to do here? We've got Bruno on six, Adam on five. So, um, Bruno wins. Bruno, Bruno wins. We will, we will give yeah, it to could, Bruno. I could add, I'll, I'll quite happily do one more game and whoever's closer wins, you know? Well, I, no, yeah. well, I, I had one more that was a tiebreaker. Um, that I was going to do, but but you have you have one. We can we can do it if you yeah. like. But but no, this no, is well... this is this is that the, the tiebreaker was again. This is a, this is a guess. Um, it's for a game called Slender to the nearest minute, and I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you, it is not a long game. I'll let Adam go first because he, he he tried to skank me with a plus one minute uh, on, the, on the first. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is that is fair enough. Yeah, go yeah, on, Adam. Thirty-seven minutes. Bruno. Eleven minutes. Bruno wins. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Eighteen minutes. Bloody hell. Yeah. Hey, I didn't skank him wow. with a one minute less. Uh, no, you, yeah. you didn't. No, I'm I am impressed. Yeah. Uh, well, that was nice. We haven't done a quiz for a while. Yes. No, that was good. That was good. Yeah. We are running long, though, now. So. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, we, are. <laughs> we are running very long. So, uh, so uh, let's... Uh... It's not that bad. We started like half an hour, yeah, 40 that's minutes late. That's this is true. That's because Adam couldn't couldn't get his, his uh, audio video. That's why you don't see him on uh, if you're watching this on, on Twitch. That's why you don't see him. You can only hear him. All right. But... Just, very quickly then uh, we just go through the the why don't you um part of the show which is part we give you a recommendation of something to do watch eat see etc uh mine is a, a netflix show called money heist uh it's a spanish um tv show uh, about uh, a group of 
ifs that go into the the, the Spanish mint to uh, rob uh, um, well rob the mint uh, uh, make some notes etc and so on and escape with it and it's it's great it's great but one thing I'll say about it it's, it's five seasons I think uh, and the 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 first part the mint part is the first two seasons um watch it in spanish with the, with the, with the subtitles or uh, english because the the english uh, uh um the english dubbing is terrible like like it like it, like it is in most parts it's not as bad as squid game uh, uh, uh dubbing but it's it's pretty bad watch it in spanish because the acting is phenomenal uh with english subtitles it's great it's really great i agree with all of the above so much so i've already done this as so a why don't you Oh. Several months ago. Yeah. I thought yeah. somebody had. Yeah, a couple yeah. months ago, I thought somebody said it. I'm reinforcing a. a, a, a... It's, it's, I mean, it was probably about a year ago. I, I like, yeah, and and I think the, uh, uh, like the the last season, they only did like a five episode run, um, and I think I think it's December. The the other half of that is is coming out. So um, yeah, I I think it, it's one of the best sort of TV shows that I've seen for a, a while. It's yes, good. and uh, and uh, in true, you know, save the planet, recycle. I'm recycling some. Why don't you? So there, there you go. So, <laughs> well so I'm just doing my bit. I'm just doing my bit. I'm doing my bit for the environment. That's all, all I can tell you. Right, uh, Maris, you talk. You want to talk to us about the Crystal Maze experience? Yes. So as I mentioned, I was doing some other stuff in London uh, as well as EGX. One of those things was um, the Crystal Maze experience. So they have one in London and one in manchester um are you both i presume you are both familiar with the tv show the crystal maze yes i think so yes i am i am familiar with it sorry i i know of it but i'm not familiar with it how's that right yeah yeah, you you know what it is you understand the format um well this is this is that basically but but you actually get to go in there and, and play the games and run around the maze and fucking go in the crystal dome at the end of it um it's really really good it is if you're in if you're into the crystal maze tv show you should definitely definitely give it a a go i got it as a gift for a a birthday present a couple of years ago actually but obviously obviously only just been able to uh to do it um and yeah it's it's excellent it's just like being in the show um and all of the stuff that that involves um such such good fun i highly highly recommend um, if you get the opportunity um, to go get a group of people and, and go um, uh, and do the Crystal Maze, um, I'd, I'd definitely go again and do it. It's absolutely excellent. Okay, that's a good recommendation there. Uh, something to, to try. I mean, I think the, they did something similar to the Crystal Maze with, the, I think it was called Fort, Fort Boyard or whatever it was called as well. Which was... Yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's all about the crystal maze. It, it, it is brilliant. I, I would say like it's the best sort of live thing, live experience type thing like that I've ever. The second best, like the Star Wars Secret Cinema, was was the best. Um, but this is very, very close second. It's absolutely great, great thing to wow. do. Fantastic. Uh, wow. what, what about yourself, uh, Adam? What do you want to talk about? Well, I've, I've got two. And I don't know with the time. I've got one about a podcast I quite like, and another thing that's personal to me. So, guys, you know what the personal thing is? Which one do you want me to do? Think at a time. Just, just do the thing I was talking to you earlier about. You can do, you can do both if you want. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. First one's uh, a podcast uh, called Off Menu. 
Now, this is a couple of English comedians, Ed Gamble and James Acaster, and they get a special, uh, different guest on every every week. I think they do it, uh, and they go through. They have like a a fantasy restaurant, so they get the guests to walk through their fantasy meal. So that's a, a starter, water, main course, side dish, desserts, drink, and all this sort of thing. But they have people that are just just people. So they've had uh, Jamie Oliver on. Uh, and he was good because he was certainly foodie and and whatever. Uh, they've had Bill Murray on, you know, from Ghostbusters and stuff. And that was the first one I ever heard. And I was just laughing my socks off. I normally listen to these podcasts when I'm walking the dog and I'm walking past the bus queue and I'm just laughing my head off. It's just laugh out loud, out loud moments. Uh, Miriam Margreleves, if I've said her oh, name I right. I love her. Oh. She is. She is the she absolute is best. So she's a natural treasure. Not, she just does not care what she says. She and doesn't like, give a fuck at all. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'll I'll come back to her in a second because some of this is all about all about the food and some they're talking about the best restaurants they've ever been to and they want a dish out of here and they want a dish out of there. But uh, and others are going. No, I want the curry that my mum used to cook when I was a kid, or. The, I want the bread that's in the the chain restaurant that's on the right hand side when you come out of New Street sort of thing in Birmingham. It's just really weird the foodies. But Miriam Margaret has just made me laugh so much. She's got a new book out, and it, part of it talks about the people that she's made love with over the years. And they went, oh, well, uh, how many? You know, Ed and uh, James just just wind the people up. Well, how many have you done? And she said, well, what do you mean? Actually, had full sex or just sucked them off? What? <laughs> and like she came up with rough figures of how many she'd done both with, and it was just just make you laugh. It's not all about food. It's just chatting with funny people. It is really good. Off menu, available on lots of different things. Just makes you laugh. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is uh, I'm recovering from an operation I had, which is, which had me prostate out, and this is a sort of call out to all blokes of about fifty and above. If you haven't already done it, go and get yourself checked out. I saw something on the telly and they said, people are 50, men are 50, I beg your pardon, go and get your prostate checked out. You may have no symptoms, but you may have prostate cancer. Go and get yourself checked out. Well, I did. I almost had to talk my doctor into doing the exam to start with. And that was three years ago. Uh, they've been monitoring me since because I've had very, very low level of cancer. And most men have this level, but you just know don't know about it, and you die of totally other things. But uh, they've been checking me monitor. I've had MRIs, I've had blood tests, I've had uh, biopsies, and all sorts of things. And about two months ago, it stepped up a bit. So they then said at that point, in the next ten or fifteen years, you'll need to have your prostate removed, and it might have got a lot worse. So I said, well, why can't I have my prostate out now? And they said, yep. Yeah, that's exactly what we'd want you to do. So I've added out and I think everything's perfect. Everything's fine. So it's really good. But this is a shout out to everybody. Even if you've not got symptoms and if you have got symptoms even more, go and get yourself checked out. It's very easy to get monitored. And I I think I'm very, very lucky that they started checking me out before I had any symptoms. Go and get yourself checked out because the earlier they capture this, I might be absolutely 100% all right now. And that's what I believe I am. But if you if you don't catch it early, it could be a totally different, horrible experience. So go and get yourself checked out, guys. 
Absolutely. Great, great shout. And I think that applies to everything as well. I think I'm certainly guilty of it sometimes of like just trying to like power through when, when something ain't right. And you're, and you're like, yeah, probably should, probably should get get things uh, things checked out sooner. So yeah, definitely. I think you're absolutely spot on. Absolutely. And uh, and it, thanks for sharing that personal story. And uh, and uh, yeah, mm. everyone should should take that as a as a um, as a um, yeah, as, as the announcement, as a very important uh, public service announcement, it is just uh, just a case of check there uh, when, whenever, uh, especially when you reach that age, because hey, it might give you more time uh, at the end of your life to play more games, yeah. right? So that's uh, absolutely that's, uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's why you're, you're buying life. You're buying the extra. Li- you actually, what you're doing is you're going and getting the extra life. You know, you're getting the extra one up. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's what you do. Yes. Uh, at least a stamina power up, isn't it? At yes, the very uh, least. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so absolutely, couldn't rec- couldn't uh, you know, uh, fantastic recommendation. Couldn't agree with it yeah. more. Right. Okay. So that's gonna do it for us uh, today. Thank you uh, so much for everyone on chat that uh, took part. Uh, I mean, um, there was one more from Captain Australia uh, we missed, which was a quiet place. We were talking about the horror games. I really like a quiet place. Actually, I think it's uh, maybe. It's, uh, uh, the movie, yeah, sorry, movie. The, the movie one, movie. Which, which is great. Uh, some fantastic yeah. um, games today and um, and uh, recommendations. We ran a bit long today, but that it, we kind of fitted two podcasts into one. So there you go, you're getting two for one, a two for, a two for, I think it's called in the business. So that's what you're getting. We'll be back again uh, in a couple of weeks with uh, more gaming news and, ga- and games we've been playing and all of that good stuff. I have been Bruno Pinto. I've been Quizmaster Dunkley. And I've just been happy to be here. Fantastic. Catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, cool. I didn't know yeah. you were fifty-six. I mean, you, you know, you you're uh, you don't look at no, it's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Well, you, you, you don't. Well, I wasn't. No, I was. Uh, I was not <laughs> and next week I'm fifty-eight. <laughs> you're fifty-eight next week. Well, well I'm trying to say you, 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 you look a lot younger than, than than you are. That's that's what I, I suppose. What I was. Thank trying, you very much. Trying to Thank say. You.